Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, Naylor Taliaferro, LCR. And today we have Brian Fullerton, a.k.a. Brian's Lawn Maintenance, Fullerton Unfiltered. You guys should all know who he is. It's Brian. What's up, Brian? Hey, what's going on, Naylor? Good morning. How you doing? Good, good. Thanks for co- coming on this uh, early morning. It's not too early, but, you know, for us that are got a lot, a lot of irons in the fire, it can be early, right? <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're good, man. Uh, thankfully, baby's been sleeping a little bit more each and every day. And so uh, I got some decent sleep. Uh, Liz is getting a little bit more sleep, but um, she's she's running defense right now. So I can get to spend some time with you and the rest of the lawn bros, man. So how's uh, how's your morning going? It's good. It's good. I um, It's kind of like my first like weekend off, even though I still worked yesterday. But because we got Monday, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take two days to kind of be like a weekend. So that's that's kind of my thing. So I'm going to enjoy right. today and tomorrow and then hit the ground running again on Tuesday with a short week. You know what it is. It's kind of like, uh, you know, should we work on Monday? But a lot of people are not wanting you on their property anyway because they're going to be doing stuff. So it's like just enjoy the day. It's Labor Day, right? <laughs> You know, I, I, uh, it's weird because all my Mondays are commercial, my yeah. commercial customers, so, so nobody cares if you're there. So, right. and then like we mow Monday through Thursday. So like if I take Monday off, then basically I'm mowing Tuesday through Friday. Right. right. Or, or we try to play catch up and that's always difficult, but, uh, so we're, we're going to work Monday. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's always weird. Like when 4th of July is like on a holiday, uh, you're always like, do you like work or not work? And I'm like, well, as long as you're off their property by three, they won't kill you, you know? Yeah. Uh, they want to yeah. do family barbecues and, and grill out. But yeah, so. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody has like their own kind of philosophy about that with uh, the the holidays and stuff. I mean, you know, some people say, yeah, I take it off. Some people say, no, we work. And it, it's probably depends a little bit on what you got going on. Like if you're, you got to play catch up or whatever, or, you know, like I don't think anyone's doing any special projects on a holiday, but like if they got to cut grass, they got to cut grass type deal because it might be out of cool. control or something. Dude, like, not to go down this whole rabbit hole already, right? But (laughs) when I used to work at True Green uh, at fertilizing, anytime we'd have a holiday, we would get the day off. But then we were were mandatory the next or that Saturday. Mm. So, like, so, like, if Fourth of July was on a Tuesday, they would give you Tuesday off. But then you had to work Saturday or Saturday. And I was like, what's the point? Yeah, I was like, what's the point? I'm still working five, six days this week. Like, so, dude, I mean, Memorial Day, Labor Day, Fourth of July Day, President's Day, like Martin Luther King Day, every day, you know, like they would give you these optional days off or days off even. But you saw the work Saturday. And I was like, well, I'm just coming in on Tuesday and let my Saturday be overtime. I mean, right. I, I just didn't, I just didn't understand it. But yeah. Yeah it's, kind of, it. yeah, it's kind of an interesting thing, I guess, for our industry. I mean, I think the big companies, like the real like big companies probably have more structure, like like a corporate America type thing for lawn and landscape yeah. where you can get like paid days off and all, all this yeah. kind of stuff. But for the, like, you know, the majority of our industry is made up by mid-sized to small companies. Those big multi-million dollar companies are the small percentage of our industry. So we're talking about everyone else who's like, yeah, I don't know, are having this conversation that we're having the big, big companies are like, yeah, yeah, you just have a paid day off, but that's yeah. very few and far between, you know, hey, man, if you don't work, you don't eat around here. You know what I'm right. saying? So, exactly. I mean, I, I'm going out Monday and I'm going to go make eight, eight, 900 bucks, you know, right. uh, yeah. and, and then and going in the fall here, we got aeration season. So I want to, um, like make sure we got those Friday, Saturdays off because that's what we do our extra work. And right. so we've got, uh, probably a dozen fall aerations, three or four, uh, overseedings. Not that that's a ton of work, but that's, that's a good day, day and a half of work for us. Yeah. Uh, 
So I don't want to like, like I said, let the schedule get away from us and, right. you know, push that off a week or two later. You know how it goes. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's it's easy to squeeze in mowing a lawn, but it's not as easy to squeeze in an aeration and seeding. Yeah, we'll just bang that out real quick. <laughs> That's not yeah, how it works. Because <laughs> something's going to go wrong. You're going to get stuck somewhere and you're ah, you know, it's just a mess. That's- that's the that's the truth, man. That's the truth. Yeah. So um. So congratulations again, being being a, a dad and everything. How's that going? Good, man. Good. Thanks. Um. It's it's crazy, bro. It's uh life changing for sure. Um. It's always funny. Like, I, here's one of the biggest things because some people are asking like some takeaways. Not you know just because like it's very fresh. Yeah. And I said like I didn't sleep much before, but <laughs> I have definitely slept less. Um. And then, then you you really get to test your relationship. <laughs> uh, like you think you're solid, and then you have a kid. Yeah. And then, uh, like Instagram reels are always promoted to Liz and I. You know, like our, our whole feed has changed, right? The last you know <laughs> nine ten months, especially the last three weeks. And so now it's like these funny baby memes that like um, mommy and daddy are fighting each other over something I did. Like I'm I'm cute, but I didn't know any better. You yeah. know, and it's like, <laughs> right. And it's like, it's like at two in the morning, it's like, can you get the baby to stop crying? And she's like, they don't come with instruction manuals or buttons. You know what I mean? Right. And that's as a, as a dude, right? Yeah. And uh, and then Liz is like, got her emotions going crazy and, you know, uh, just, just, you know, postpartum, I guess they call it. Right. And uh, so she's, she's doing great. Uh, I'm adjusting. I'm like, I used to be like, Hey dude, let's go to fast food or let's go out to eat. And I could turn and five minutes I could be down the road. Right now it's like, we just went out to the park yesterday and it took us <laughs> two hours to leave the house. <laughs> yeah. then, we leave the house. We literally get to the to the highway ramp and we pull a huge Yui <laughs> because we got bird cloths, uh, extra, extra something. And then, uh, Oh, her pacifier. Right. Like, yeah, it's, that's like me leaving out without my shoes or something. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's crazy, man. It's fun. It's <laughs> Welcome fun. to the jungle. Like I said before off air, it's crazy. Yeah. You have to pack. It's like you're packing up half the house just to go somewhere. You're like, oh my gosh. And you're always yeah. forgetting something. And the baby's just sitting there like, ah, I guess you're pulling yeah. U-turns and stuff like, oh, it's fine. Cool. We'll be, it's okay. Mommy and daddy are, are we're going to get it together. Don't worry. <laughs> we were joking yesterday. Uh, we went to the, the park and it's like down, it's like a downtown, like little, you know, walk-in part area, you know, yeah. um, super cute area. And uh, it took, it took us five hours <laughs> to get there. I mean, we started leaving the house at 7 a.m to finally get to the farmer's market at noon. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. You really um, have to plan ahead and leave really early. And you, it really tests your sanity because you, you almost think you're going crazy sometimes because you can't remember anything or you think you yeah. can't remember anything. Cause there's just so much more to juggle and you're just like, Oh my gosh, how did I forget this? And you're <laughs> freaking out. It is, it is crazy. Like, like I, I just did my, uh, here's some transparency for you. I did my end of month billing last night at midnight. Um, we're shooting this uh, on the 5th. So normally I do my end of month billing the day after we're done for that lawn for the month, right? So like a Tuesday, we would bill it the last Tuesday of the month, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that could be the 26th, the 27th, the 28th, right, right. of uh, August. Well, it's September 4th last night. Oh. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I'm like a week late even billing people end of month. And uh, usually that's all in on the same month, you know? Right. Uh, so it's going to look like we, we did like this crazy month of September because we're going to have you know, billing yeah. on our CRM, you know? So yeah. anyway, like that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. I couldn't even get two hours to just 
do my billing. I'm like, there's 15 grand worth of mowing I need the bill for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The work's already done. I just need to get my money. Yeah. And, and, and literally you're just either exhausted or tired from, from, uh, being a dad, being a, being a, a father. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, it's fun, man. Things are going, uh, really, really good. Um, probably better than I deserve as Dave, Dave Ramsey <laughs> says, but, uh, very, very thankful, you know? Yeah. Well, one, one thing I want to say before we uh, move on to a different part of this topic here is, um, one piece of advice I'll, I'll share, you know, for, from husband to wife, kids and all that is the most important thing, because, you know, you, right now you're always going to be focusing on baby and everything, uh, but make sure you don't forget about focusing on each other because you can get so caught up in baby because that's what it's all about. Baby, toddler, you know, the whole, all the way through the years, but it's like, don't forget about date nights. Don't forget. And so if you struggled with that before, you really need to put a focus on it now um, oh, yeah. or, or at least continue if you already had that nailed down because you can think it's fine because you're always together, right? Doing stuff, you know, for with your with your baby and everything, but going on vacations, going on trips, but it's a different type of thing. Like you still need like husband wife time, you know, not mommy daddy time, like separated right. from that, which is very tricky when you have a baby because you don't even really want to leave your baby with anyone to, to be honest. Right. In most cases, you know, maybe you are like, you know, mom, come just hit, please. I just need a break. It's fine. She'll be good. She'll be yeah. sleeping for an hour, you know, whatever. But regardless of what situation is, that's something that I think is, is, is always always a struggle for most new parents anyway. Um, especially if you've got like twins or whatever, it could really get out of hand and you, and you just don't, you, you forget about each other for, to, you know, as husband and wife, and you're just so focused on mommy, daddy. So right. just want to throw that out well, there. See you guys be as successful as possible. <laughs> absolutely. We, we were just saying like, uh, normally like six to eight weeks, uh, we're learning like babies start to kind of chill out just a little bit from that newborn stage. And then we can do like date nights on Thursday. And even if we just, are in the car together, like we just take out, but like we date night in the car and then baby's in the backseat, but it's like date night, you know? Yeah. Like at least we can get back. Cause we were doing that on Thursday nights. We've been doing that for about maybe, maybe a year, uh, a little over a year now, um, which I brought that from our friend Keith. Right. And it, it, it was just one of those things where we wanted to start getting into that habit of having a date night, which sounds really romantic. Uh, <laughs> so, but we want to continue on, but <clears throat> yeah, a- absolutely. That's, that's something that is a huge priority for us. Cause we uh, have heeded many people's advice like that saying, Hey, the baby's here for 18, 20, 25 years and they're gone. And, uh, after that, I mean, you're almost at that phase right yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Our son is 16. Our daughter's already in college. So we're, we're going to be, uh, empty nesters as they call it soon. So something that my wife and I have kind of joked, but not joked about, and you know, over the years is, <clears throat> you know, like it's just going to be us. So like, we can't like, you know, so many, like, and this isn't us, but like we talk about it and joke about it, but there's so many people that when they get to that point, they don't even know each other anymore. They don't even have that romantic connection anymore. Cause they, they kind of lost themselves in the, in the 18, 20, whatever plus years, how many kids they had. And now they're just yeah. stuck with each other. And then it's like, they have to re Hey, hi, hi, how are you? I'm so-and-so you want to start dating. It's like, you have to restart all over again. Or maybe you're like, I hate you and I can't stand you. And it's a whole another ball of ask, you know, we've, we've seen a couple, couple, uh, couple friends, parents, uh, that are like that, where they sleep in separate rooms. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, and I'm not judging. Anybody, right. But Everyone has like, their thing, but yeah. Yeah. Like they, like the parents have slept in separate rooms and like, uh, or they're just staying, staying together for the kids, but they've kind of separated. They just haven't separated. Right. Yeah. Um, and we're like, Hey, let's make sure that whatever <laughs> we got to do, we don't get to that, you know? Yeah. Cause, and, and, you know, it, it, it's our own journey that we get to go down obviously, but we're, uh, we're excited about it, man. Life is, 
like I said, it's things are thankfully maybe even by design, but doing yeah. pretty good now. So I'm very, very thankful for that. Yeah, that's awesome. So transitioning a little bit into um, off of that, talking about like margins, I know you've had some episodes about this and I'm sure I feel like that's kind of another thing that has been a popular topic because uh, life, you know, work-life balance has always been a thing. I know you talk about counterbalancing versus balancing um, and just with the way things are this time, like right now in 2021, I don't know about you, but like the phones have never been ringing more than ever. Emails, every like it's like everybody and their mother wants someone to take care of their property in some capacity. And there's just like not enough time, not enough people. There's this massive labor crisis that people all levels are talking about. And, you know, it, it's it's kind of a lot going on. It's like, what in the world? You know, and then and then the parts on, on mowers are are back ordered and mowers. You know, my dealer's got three mowers left to sell. Then what are they going to do to make money? It's like, what right. in the world? They're just dependent on service now it's like it's just a really crazy time right now and i think that can make people kind of go a little crazy and the margins just kind of get completely destroyed because you're just getting that rat in the wheel worse than ever before we've talked about it but right but i think right now is the time where people really could get out of control work 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 like crazy because they're trying to keep up with all the work coming oh my gosh i'm so busy and then all these other issues come up and it makes you even busier because now you have a mower down or this or that or whatever. Guy can't find enough people. And so I feel like now more than ever, margins is, you know, having some margin in your life is critical to find that way, whether it's balance, counterbalance, whatever. So um, I know you've talked about this personally for how you have dealt with this, like counterbalance and stuff. But with a baby and everything now, what, how has that changed for you? What, what do you have to say about all that after we come back from this quick break? Launchrepreneur Academy Live 2021 is going to be the biggest and best one yet. Saturday, November 13th in Novi, Michigan. This year's speakers are a who's who of the industry. Greg Woodstock, Corey Ballard, Keith Kalfas, Mark Parker, Caleb and Brittany Almond, Haver Pete, Brian and Liz Fullerton, and Jeff Joyner. Do whatever you have to do to make it. The Launchrepreneur Academy Live 2021. Tickets will go fast. Get yours today at LauntrepreneurAcademy.com. If you haven't registered for the GIE Plus Expo 2021, then you can still save 50% off your registration with code VIPLCR. Again, just go ahead and enter in VIPLCR in the coupon code section, or you can click the link in the show notes of this podcast on the app that you're listening to. There's a link, you click on it for the GIE Plus Expo registration and you get 50% off. You're listening to the LCR Media Podcast. Um, I know you've talked about this personally for how you have dealt with this, like counterbalance and stuff, but with a baby and everything now, what, how has that changed for you? What, what do you have to say about all that? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's something that, you know, I'm not an expert on, let's be honest, you know, but... I, I'm <laughs> None another, of us are, right? <laughs> We're still yeah, learning. Yeah, I'm just another dude out there just trying to make it happen for his family, just like so many uh, other guys that are in the industry or, or might listen to the podcast or stumble upon this thing, you know? Um, yeah, I, I, am really grateful for the game plans we have put in place in the past, right? Cause we didn't, I mean, this let's, let, let, let's, you know, zoom out the Google map here for a second. Like we didn't like act, we didn't at least accidentally get pregnant, you know, not, you know, we, we, we planned the, the pregnancy to a degree, like right. we were trying some stuff. So we, we, we knew when we wanted to get pregnant. Right. So, to maybe back up the cart before the horse with our relationship and our finances, we didn't want to just, you know, like you said, create chaos 
in our already chaotic life. Like Liz and I came from broken homes. We weren't really good uh, in relationships, right? Like we were very independent spirits, independent personalities, right? So it, it would be very, it would have been for Liz and I, I'm very, very frank, like for Liz and I to be parents after a year or two of marriage. We were so selfish, <clears throat> so insecure, um, not like great chemistry. Like we loved each other. We just didn't know how to work together. I mean, it was, it was two very independent spirits. I had my thing. She had her thing. And then we had to figure out like, how does she work into my thing? How do I work into her like budding career? Um, we knew where we wanted to go, right? We were very aligned with the same, um, values and, uh, we had different interests. We talked about that together in the trades, um, different interests, which is fine. We had similar values. Thank God. Right. So one of the things that Liz and I talked about, very, very early on in our relationship was when do we want to have kids? And people were like, well, you're never ready to have kids. Just like, you're never ready to buy a house. You know, you just, you're always, and I understand that to a degree, but this is just Liz and I, like we said, no, but we've seen so many people around us, like have financial issues and and relationship issues. We said, Hey, maybe we can spend a couple years building our relationship, get that as solid as we could kind of get it. I mean, like, I don't really know of a conversation or topic. Listen, I haven't discussed from the from the serious to the very funny to the to the crazy extremes to the whatevers, right? Like, right. We, we've talked so much, but then we also said financially, like, what does that look like for us? What, what's comfortable for us, yeah. right? I, yeah. Like, what, what would make us more prepared, right? So, if you got this elusive, esoteric thought when you're trying to plan your life, it it kind of seems unattainable, right? You're like well, we'll have kids one day. Well, one day, well, one day you turn around, you're 40 and you forgot to like enjoy your life. Like you were talking about earlier. So, um, for Liz and I, like we, we, this, this is just us. We said like, we don't want to have kids until we're out of our old apartment. Uh, and so we have a nice new car and then we also have six figures cash in the bank. And so we accomplished those goals last year and we decided that we wanted to, you know, work to start a family. Um, people are like, well, you're never ready for kids. And I'm like, no, but for us personally, we were like, no, we, we understand that enough. We were, we were confident at being naive, right? <laughs> uh, we, we were, we were comfortable with being ignorant. Right. But I said, look, not that money is the all, the almighty thing or anything like that. But I said, look, if I could be debt free and just have a hundred grand in the bank, that's what Liz and I discussed made us comfortable with starting a family right now now looking back on it like do liz and i wanted to have start kids start having kids three four years ago for sure but we were also just realistic like this baby is going to take a lot of sacrifice financially relationally emotionally we we had to like build ourselves up to like just get equipped to be able to take care of a baby and and yeah i mean finances are true i mean it's a I, I don't think people talk about it enough because everybody just kind of falls in love and you're just expected to have kids two years later. And, and dude, I spent 14,000 bucks probably between all the stupid stuff for a baby the last, you know, 10 months. I mean, the birth is six grand, the nursery is another five, six grand, the little knickknacks. I mean, yeah. anyway, I don't know if, I don't know if anybody told you that, but like, 
Did you? I don't know. If, did you expect that a baby was going to cost you ten, fifteen grand? I didn't. No, you know? I, don't, I don't. I don't think so. Way back when, we were really just like, "Hey, let's just go for it," you know. Like we were really just winging it, you know. And then, but then when you have the second kid, it's a little bit easier because some of the stuff you can carry over and save a little bit. And a poor second child doesn't know the difference. I'm hoping that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, the only the only wrench in that system is if we have a boy next. Cause yeah. Right now it's pink. Oh well, you know, it's just gonna be wearing yeah. pink. Hey man, you gotta be tough, man. You know. Yeah, or well, real men can wear pink, so you yeah. know. Supply chain is tough, bud. Sorry. He'll be you know tough. He'll be he'll be a tough kid. That's for sure. He'll learn how to stick up for himself. I mean, I mean, like, I, I don't know if that like kind of answers your question. Like, we 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 wanted to make sure that we just had some margin. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's the topic you you and I were discussing here right. is. For us, margin wasn't like free time, right? It wasn't like, you know, we were watching TV every night or everybody, you know, uh, has their own definition of that word. For Liz and I, it was let's get two businesses stable, like as stable as possible, right? Like they're not, they're never like error proof or people quit or we have tough days. I mean, that's just naive, right? But the lawn care companies, financially stable it's healthy we got we got a couple good employees right here and there right we got um a main right hand guy rob he's he's holding the fort the media company the media company is doing good it's it's stable like the income go up goes up and down that's how social media works but there's a a solid baseline that if i took my hand totally off the plow there's a good solid chunk of income coming in right like so that we figured out our lifestyle and i said okay well let's let's live like at 30 percent of what we make and so things are very calm. Like we're not up to our eyeballs in debt or stress, you know? So uh, I don't know if this is maybe just a guy thing. Cause I, I'll just talk about, you know, from my perspective, but we wanted that financial margin, some relationship margin. Um, and people are like, well, you're not, and that was the, if I can just be honest with you, that was the thing that bothered me the most was like, when you guys are having kids, you're not getting any older. And, <laughs> yeah. and I mean, it's just like, Hey, when you guys are getting married, you know, it's like, it's when like, dude, when we want I, to, how about that? It's our choice. Yeah, we, we, we wanted to, like, like when people would ask my wife, "Hey, when are you guys gonna get um, pregnant?" You're you're on a timer or whatever they say. Yeah, um, the clock. You're, you're on the clock yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you get your biological clock. Yeah. Liz and I were like, "Well, hey, well, we have eighty eight thousand dollars in the bank. Um, we're almost to our goal." By the way, like, not to be rude, but like, you're you're broke. We don't want your life. Like, right. don't. And it sounds really tough, like tough talk in 2021 like this, but it's just like, don't project your life onto me, dude. Like you made your decisions. I'm making mine. Um, but I, but I'm, I'll tell you what, Naylor, I'm so thankful that we like ran the plan because like it would break my heart watching Liz not be a mom. Yeah. You know, like, like as a guy, like our, our business is our life. Our life is our business sometimes. Right. And it was one of those things where, like I got the truck and the enclosed trailer and the new mowers and the media company. I got the cameras and the gear. Like I'm, I'm, I'm winning literally every day, every week, every month, like, because things are growing externally. You can visibly see things growing. And Liz's dream was to have babies and have a, a, be a stay at home mom and a nice house and all that. Yeah. Yeah. The house. And I'm like, <laughs> man, those are like, that's life changing compared to buying a, a thousand dollar camera right right so it 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 honestly like worked on me people are like why do you work so hard i'm like because i'm trying to literally get to these family benchmark goals that my wife and i agreed to 
to help start my wife's dream and let her live live her dream of being a mom, which there's a whole story there, but like she shouldn't even be here, let alone now she's a mom. Like the victory behind the scenes for us is just it's it's so it's so crazy, Naylor. And yeah. so so that that was that was like the motivation. Like why do you work so hard for like subscribers or income or or a Tesla? Like, dude, it's so not even in the ballpark, right? Like I wanted my wife to be a stay at home mom. But we weren't. We also weren't going to lower the standard, right? Like, right. not that, not that a hundred grand would have been any different, kind of, than having fifty grand in the bank. It's just, <laughs> it, it was just what we wanted to do, right? But yeah. every day we're like, hey, you know, like maybe we're not getting any younger. Like maybe we should just are we? Maybe we're just too rigid, you know? Like let's let's no no like we set goals, and it's the right thing to do. It's just not talked about enough in this country, like. There's, there's, there's healthy ways to do things in our opinion. And, and we just want to be a good example for us, our kids one day. Right. Um, and again, like we're not heroes. It's just, we, we had the time, we had some really good people pouring into us behind the scenes. Um, like your piece of advice, uh, earlier we had, you know, from your piece of advice and then a hundred more people's suggestions. Right. So we're like, okay, let's learn from people's mistakes what do they do right? What do they do wrong? Let's just try to craft a more better uh, scenario. And and I do. I'm not apologetic about it. Like when my wife wanted a fifteen hundred dollar bassinet that like shakes when the baby like yeah. you know you know like yeah I've heard about those. They didn't have those in my day, but whatever. No, they didn't, yeah, they didn't, they didn't have those. You know, about ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Um, and I said, I go, how much is it? She goes, oh, it's it's a lot. And I said, well, how much? And she goes. 1500 bucks. I go, Oh man. She goes, yeah, you're right. That's, that's naive. That's stupid. And I go, well, no, are you, are you go ahead? And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, like, that's why we work so hard. Go get it. And then, and then to see her, you know, cry and yeah. tear up. I mean, dude, like if you're a real man, that's, that's what life is all about. Yeah. And then, and then same thing. Like she wanted to buy this crib, I think Naylor at, um, a pottery barn or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if you've ever been to Pottery Barn. Oh, yeah. Lately. But, <laughs> do you want to talk about, like, just a black hole of money? Thing, yes, right? absolutely. Uh, <laughs> you buy the cute crib, and it's got the cute side table and the cute armoire. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and she's like, man, like, I, you know, Costco's got this really nice special. And, and there's nothing wrong if you bought your shit at Costco. Like, right. right. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not against that. Like, but I wanted my wife, who had paid this incredible sacrifice for five years to have the best stuff, like first class stuff. I wanted to treat my wife first class. And so when she's like, yeah, this whole, you know, baby, I don't even know, Naylor, like bedroom side, you know, yeah, gosh, it's probably four grand. I said, all right, cool. Like we didn't have to think about it. We have to put on a credit card. We didn't have to do in-store, you know, uh, financing for 0% for, you know, 80 months. Like, that's why we work so hard. That's why we go out and do aerations on Saturdays. Yeah. Is to be able to take care of our wife. So, um, yeah, I, I, dude, it just fires me the heck up, bro. Like, yeah. And that's why that that's, that's why I want to get you on this. So, so like for, for my podcast, I think about topics that I want to talk about. And then I think about who I want to talk about that topic with. So like when I'm talking about, you know, margin and, and life balance and all that kind of stuff, you're one of the first, or if not the top person I think of, because in our community, you are very vocal about 
you know, this kind of stuff and juggling and life and your wife and all this stuff, as well as you're doing it. And everyone knows like you know, people are always asking you, you know, how do you get all this done? How you doing? You're like, see all the bags under my eyes and all that stuff. Like that's, that's just the thing. Everyone knows that you work hard all day, every day. I mean, everyone can see it and then you, you talk about it, you show it. And, and I'm sure it's a lot to help motivate others that might maybe don't understand why they can't get, achieve their goals. It's like maybe you just need to put in a little extra work, a little extra time. I know it might suck, but if you have goals, you need to make plans to achieve those goals and then you can get to that you can level up and then be like, all right, look at where I've, I've, I've been and accomplished and then look forward to the next thing. So I think that, that, you know, everything that you've said really just hammers that in that, you know, you're all about you, both of you are all about setting goals and then writing plans to achieve those goals. And, you know, whether it's, you know, baby, whether it's business, life, relationship, all that, I think you guys are really um, strong with that. I mean, you really spelled that out in what episode 200 of the green industry podcast or something back then, back in, it seems like back in the day, but it was just last year, he just pumps out so many episodes, but that was like the episode, I think like his most downloaded episode, you guys really spelled out, you know, your, your goals, your plans and everything about your life. And we're very transparent. So, I mean, if no one knew to that point, they definitely knew how focused you, you guys were with goals and planning and everything. So that's why I really wanted to get you on here. Talk about that. I, and I appreciate it. I mean, I honestly, like, I'm not a hero. I, I, I'm just literally a regular dude. In fact, here's the thing. I'm so like, honestly average that I had to put, like stack the deck in my favor. And I just said, okay, I can't, I can't shoot a free throw or a three point. I can't knock a 260 yard drive. I can't, I can't race a NASCAR. Okay. Okay. So I'm left to entrepreneurship. Uh, cause that's it. like, in my opinion, I've read a lot. Like if you want to get wealthy, there's 10, 10, 20 different ways to do it. Well, one's going to be as an entrepreneur. Okay. If I'm going to be an entrepreneur, I got to figure out how to be a good entrepreneur. Cause this, cause everybody in their Instagram profiles got, an <laughs> they're an entrepreneur. That's like the, that's yeah. the cool thing. You know, I'm an entrepreneur, <laughs> you know, you're self-employed or you're unemployed, dude. Stop. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw that. You probably saw the same one where it's like, Oh, my boyfriend, he's an entrepreneur. And, his, and the meme is like her girlfriend is talking to her other girlfriend. And she goes, oh, so he's unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. my, my first 10 years in business were very illustrious, right? And somebody asked me uh, recently, I think it was Mike Pletz with the How to Hardscape podcast. He said, what's, what's something that you, you would have wished that you did better or something like that? Uh, your first 10 years in business. And I said, I wish I just would have learned business better. Like I was really good at mowing lawns and making routes and, and fertilizing a lawn, right? But I didn't understand anything about <clears throat> profit and loss, bookkeepers, margin, per man hour rates. I just I just didn't know what I didn't know. Nobody around me, because they're all employees, right? Nobody in my family or my extended family talked those things. It's if you go if if we all go to like GIE Plus Expo here, right? And we all go to the um, the after party rallies, we're Hey, dude, like, what are you getting for a lawn these days? What are you getting for this? Like, that's how we talk. And so, so now that's how our life is, is blossoming. But back in the day, we didn't talk about any of that. So we didn't, we didn't make any money. And so I, there's a, there's an old quote. I think it's uh, Jim, Jim Rohn. He said, don't ask for it to get easier. Ask for you to get better. Right. Yeah. Like, like the goals are tough, but just cause you don't hit a goal, doesn't mean you get to like shrink the goal so you've passed the finish line right like you don't you don't bring the you don't bring the checkered flag forward like success has a price and so i i really hope like i don't know i just i just just really really hope that by living it out in front of the camera people see that like yeah hard work is part of it 
but you have to have goals and do this is actually going to be part of my talk at entrepreneur academy is that um you if you don't want to pay that price that's fine that's fine you're going to have these defining moments in your life and and you're going to realize either you're willing to step up uh or or what you're looking for is not going to come down to you that that's just the truth yeah and so it made me the last five years for the love of God, be a better entrepreneur, businessman, podcaster, YouTuber, lawn care, bro. You know, like, right. I had, to, I had to grow, man. I had to learn. Yeah. You know, something you said a little while ago, uh, reminded me of a, a Will Smith quote where he, you might've heard this before too. He's, he's famous for saying a lot of great things and they put YouTube videos together of all of his amazing quotes. But one of the things he said that always stuck with me was <clears throat> he's not particularly talented or skilled in anything, but what he, what he does is he has a ridiculous, sickening work ethic. So yeah. he, you know, when the other guy's eating, he's working. When the other guy's sleeping, he's working. He's like, if we both get on a treadmill, <laughs> two things are going to happen, right? Either you're going to get off or I'm going to die on that treadmill yeah. because I'm not getting off first. <laughs> like, yeah. it's crazy. Yep. Obviously, he said it's so much better, but that was the basic oh, gist. So you, you did a great job. I mean, I've, I've seen that same private video pop up on my feed, you know, yeah. and all the motivational Instagram yeah. pages. And, but it's true, you know, like Liz and I both say like all the time, like there's no, there's no D word in our vocabulary, right? It's like, we, we literally just either kill each other <laughs> or we'll, or we'll make it, you know, right. but there's, there's no, there's no quit. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Um, and, and so I, I, I totally agree, man. It's, and I'm not, I'm not like, I, I, here's one thing too, is I, I, I never want to try to figure out how to say this, but like, I, I don't want to like project this like false bravado on people either mm-hmm. that like I'm the standard and you got to live up to that. Um, there's days I'm tired. There's days where you think I'm working. I'm not, you right. know, there's days where I'm sleeping because I went till three in the morning, but Hey, I slept until 10 in the morning late today. Yeah. Um, I was up till one thirty last night and you know, I needed eight, nine hours to recover. I'm not like, Oh man, up at six, lifting weights. Like, I'm not trying to kill myself here. I just here's what I think a lot of people could really shore up some stuff is get rid of the stuff out of your life that doesn't make any difference, like TV or maybe sports or reduce the amount of sports or maybe you're political politico junkie. I'm I'm a big politico. I I had to taper eighty percent off of of the political stuff and and wow did my my attitude change and my my income change because I had more time to dedicate to my craft right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so yeah, I, it just create more margin in your life, man. You just, you just live like the water recedes to your ankles and you just feel like so much more light traveling through life. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So what, how has this, uh, affected your, your business or how has your business changed since you uh, had your baby and everything? Um, it, thankfully things have been going pretty good. Um, it, right place, right time. So a uh, little funny story. So we had a young guy named Connor. He's, uh, he was 14 when uh, I did a YouTube video with him with his dad. He's oh, got, I remember that now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's the same Connor. Gotcha. Same Connor. He's 16 now. He he calls me. So so we go into labor on a Sunday. Uh, Monday, we have the baby. Like Sunday night, Liz is having contractions. Monday, we go into labor, right? He leaves me a voicemail on Saturday saying, hey, um, I've, got, I've got a dozen clients. He's got a good little business. He's 16, you know. Um, but he goes, I want to get bigger and make more money, but my parents don't want me to have more exposure because he's younger. Right. Um, 
because the business isn't legit. He goes, can I work? He, he says this, Naylor, you'll, you'll get a good chuckle out of this. But he goes, I want to work for like a larger outfit to see how the big boys do it. <laughs> and so, uh. so, so he goes, I'll work for you. You know, pay me 12, 15 bucks an hour. He goes, whatever. He goes, I just want to get some experience, see the equipment you guys use, how you guys set up your routes, blah, blah, blah. So I call him back like Saturday afternoon. I go, yeah, dude, like, why don't you start Monday? So uh, Monday at 7 a.m., Liz is literally like, not, not to right. the dudes, not for any of the dudes listening to it, but she's like eight centimeters dilated. Yeah. Which once you get to ten, yeah. Yeah. Like she's at like eight, nine. We get to the doctor's office, they they check her and find out that she's ten out of ten. Like we could have had the baby in the car, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Um like so, whoops, there there she is. <laughs> Taylor, you talk tell uh, me, dude. I'm freaking out. So <laughs> seven AM, Rob and Connor are showing up. It's uh, Connor's first day at work. <laughs> At 7 a.m., I'm loading up the Tesla because I'm going to the uh, birthing center. So <laughs> he like he like high fives me. He's like, "Yeah, dude, like let's crush it today." And I'm like, "Oh, like- so, <laughs> I'm gonna go have a baby, Rob. You got him." And so it was really really funny because like yeah. the first three weeks we had uh, Connor over summer break uh, work with Rob. Uh, so Rob and Connor did all the mowing. I went out once or twice just to get some YouTube content. Uh, but they they held the fort. So thankfully. I was able to be here, knock on wood, like every day for the first basically three, four weeks. Um, Connor went back to school, obviously, with uh, kids going back to school. Uh, so I'm back helping Rob Mo, which is totally great. That first month, I was basically able to be more present. Yeah, um, it, it just that's an important month. Good. That's an important month for sure. Holy cow! I, they, <laughs> I I'm telling you guys what, like, if you guys are a Lombro and you you think about having kids, you're having a kid, like perspective now, right, Naylor, like making suggestions and advice. Um, if you can hire somebody for just a couple weeks to help your main guy or just to give the rig over, I don't even care if you give the lawns to a lawn bro and he keeps 80% of the revenue mm-hmm. and you just have a light two, three weeks, it's worth it to be home for your wife. I know how much Liz appreciated that. Not, not that I did anything, but, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think you're there for moral support. support. Yeah. Yeah. Moral support. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm glad that all worked out that that was like perfect timing and, and uh, thank God for Rob. Right. So, he, but, but again, yeah. that's like pre-planning, like you're trying to build this stuff up, thinking of all these future things. I think that's, that's, that's something that is um, just so underrated. People don't really think about that. Like so many people are, are in the moment going, 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 they're not being super proactive. I feel like life can be like, you know, a, a, a game of billiards or whatever, you know, pool, like you really have to think. X amount of steps, X amount of shots ahead so that you can win, you know, like you have to get into that mindset of trying to focus on what are the next steps past this and not just be stuck in that kind of wheel. Cause then you're really just going to be going from day to day. And that's where you're, you're not really going to make much progress. Now you're kind of relying on luck and all this craziness. So, um, I think, uh, again, that's, you're just giving more great examples of how pre-planning and, and all that has helped you to this point. So, well, I, can't, I was just going to add really quick, like <clears throat> I, I've said many times, like, and some people pick it up, some people don't, and it's fine. Like if you pick up knowledge that other people say and apply it, like good for you. And if you just listen to it passively and it just encourages you or motivates you, but you don't change, well, that's cool too. Like, but for me, when I heard something, I'm like, I need to change. And I heard somebody say once, life is a game of chess. And, and so many people go through life and they're playing checkers. I, um, <laughs> that's a good actually, one. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not, again, I am not a hero. Like I, 
it sounds like we always have these fun motivational quips or sayings or fingers or one-liners, but like, I didn't, I didn't learn things to be able to say a one-liner on a podcast 10 years later. (laughs) I I learned these one-liners and I looked them into my life. I I illuminated things in my, my being. And I said, dude, that's got to change. I, I cannot run my life that chaotic. Well, I hope you guys enjoy the first part of this conversation with myself and Brian's Law Maintenance. Make sure you tune in tomorrow where we finish up this topic of how Brian keeps margin in his life with his growing family, uh, his careers, businesses, and everything he's got going on with that. And we also talk about everything that's going on with LAL21 and how the Launchpreneur Academy Live became an event and the whole origin story to that. So tune in tomorrow. Hey guys, before you head out, if you could do me a quick favor and go on the podcasting app that you're listening to this episode on and click follow or subscribe, it would mean a lot. Thanks. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.